Download the app, Bet Big, Win Bigger. And I got to tell you, I really like the sound of that. And with WinBet, it's just that easy. WinBet has what you need to win, including boosted same-game parlays for the upcoming NBA action after the football season. So if you're from Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, sign up today to receive a special offer. New users can take advantage of WinBet's Bet $10, Win $200 offer. Just bet $10 and win $200 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. Download the app, bet big, and win bigger. And let's get after it. Bet 10, win 200 is not available in Michigan. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan... 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too. 1-800-889-9789. Welcome to the Greenlight Podcast. Mm. Today, Megatron returns to Greenlight. He's going to talk about Matthew Stafford, some Detroit memories with him, his big glow up since moving to LA, the Jamar Chase-Jalen Ramsey matchup, Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham will also describe his dream Super Bowl and pitch cannabis to Macon. Afterwards, Macon and Chris are going to run you through a little succession update. We're going to talk about replacements for Lewis Riddick in the uh, Monday Night Football booth should he take the Steelers GM job. And then we're going to hit some superlatives of the NFL head coaching hires this cycle. Make didn't get a chance to weigh in on my new uh, new diet, new diet, new me. Pescatarian, that That's means right. fish. Uh, yeah, good for you. Good for you. Good for you. You know who doesn't think so? Who? My lovely wife. Oh no! Remember, you guys uh, floated the the concept that she might not be happy with the diet change because of the the whole thing. Needless to say, she's being unsupportive of my pescatarian journey, and uh, I I just thought I'd point that out early in the show because this is where she likes to listen. I am not changing my diet. My body, you know the rest. Are we still doing buffalo twice a week? We're doing bison, Reed. Had some bison chili. You eat bison with your fish? There's an asterisk next to pescatarian. So I had some bison chili Sunday night. I'm really into my diet, man, and I'm not going to let my lovely wife rain on my parade. We're doing a very special hello today. On a very special Green Life pod. Huna and Goon Census Area, Alaska. Hello! I will be shocked. Stranger things have happened if some then somebody somebody's up there listening to us on their like their like uh radio that they have to really tune to pick up any human life. Light twenty four seven. Streaming us somehow. Somebody up there. Population twenty three sixty five. So we got some news today, which is Reed, do you want to break the news? Yeah, we're saying hello. Because I am named after a glacier in Alaska. 
I feel like I've known you three years now, almost. I've, is there, was there going to be a time that you were going to tell me that, or was we just never going to know? Just never going to know until like Alaska came up or glaciers came up, maybe. Well, well, guys named we, after a glacier. We were talking about reading, and I asked, "Is that what you were named after? The the act of reading?" No, that was that's what it, what, what it was. Because we're going to do a book report thing with Reed. We'll tell you later. Okay. In, in, in the back half of the show, but. And then he says, no, I'm named after a six-foot glacier in Alaska. Well, it didn't used to be uh, six feet. That's it's, the sad part. That's right. It's actually 11 miles long, but it is shrinking. Uh, I'm looking at this glacier, and it's majestic, or it was majestic. I think, Reed, you might have the coolest parents in the, uh, on the planet. They're naming pretty Naming you after a, a yep. glacier. It's uh, north in the Reed Inlet in Glacier Bay National Park. It was named after Harry Fielding Reed who's a researcher, adventurer. Damn. A lot like you. A lot like me. He researches the NFL, and he does cross-country ski. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. then he, and then he shoots targets when he gets here. Yeah, he wears those yep. circular explorer goggles from the 40s that they'd wear in, like, the North Pole. You see him in the black and white pictures. This Reed's- Harry Fielding Reed had a theory um, of elastic rebound that related faults to earthquakes. He's a pretty cool cat. So, Reed uh, is named after a glacier. Breaking news on this show. Hey, you want to give out a best bus ride, huh? Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Durham, North Carolina. Durham, North Carolina, Charlottesville, Virginia. I don't know, about three hours, 15 minutes. And the, the Wahoos in the dead of night came home with a big victory. Uh, 69-68 over the seventh-ranked Duke Blue Devils. Nice. Uh, Monday night at Cameron Indoor. Golly day. Where do we start? That was the typical Cameron Indoor Stadium script where Duke gets outplayed. Them and their six McDonald's All-Americans. We're playing a walk-on from a local private school, 14 minutes. Mm -hmm. Former walk-on. And we hang around. Thank you, Reed. And we hang around and uh, before getting jobbed by the officials down the stretch and yet defied that typical script. Kihei Clark, Therese Beekman, left wing, 1.1 second left. Who's win? What a loud place to get so quiet. Oh, silence was deafening, as John Freeman said. It's funny because Coach K began his career by saying that uh, here's to never forgetting the 109-66-ish lost Virginia put on Duke in the ACC tournament, and he has claimed his entire career this little He's complained his entire career that Ralph Sampson played 40 minutes in that game. He played 14 God minutes. Damn it! You said rat fucking. I dropped my joint. Go look at the go look at the box score. Ralph Sampson played 14 minutes in that game, and Coach K has used this as the galvanizing force for his illustrious career, based on a lie. And last night, Malachi Poindexter, you can call him Chip. He's the walk-on turned scholarship player. He played 14 minutes. Nice little symmetry there. And likely, who's likely handing Duke? Coach K's uh, final loss in Cameron. They got three left. He's probably going to win all those three. That's awesome. Yeah. That is great. Mm-hmm. We close the Orange Bowl. We're closing out Coach K. Um, in football, of course, we, we close the Orange Bowl. But, yeah, I, I, I gave out Virginia Moneyline last night. My system gave out Virginia Moneyline. Your system, you want to give an update on your system? My system is dead. My system is 10 and 12 overall. Um if not for a one and six day on Saturday, 
it would be more like nine and six or so. Started off six and two. That was the problem. I thought the system worked. The system does so not work. So since six and two, do that math for sure, me. Sure, sure. Uh, four and ten. Four and ten. And at six and two is when I started giving out the plays to other people, notably our green light group text yeah. and my brother-in-law and the pod. Well, you didn't for, give out the plays on the podcast, but people had to wonder at home if you were developing a system, right? And I was, and I did, and the system uh, it has been retired. Now, I, that I being said, Fordham plus <laughs> 12 and a half. Yeah, okay. Tuesday night. Check and see if that, that worked or okay, not. Okay, can I, can I give out my system plays? Because my system was four and three going into last night. And uh, last night I went two and one. Two and one. Two and one, including Virginia Moneyline. That's not even including that play. That was just a free play. North Texas, Virginia, and USF. Uh, and then tonight we'll go SC. At home, Tulsa and Syracuse. That's South Carolina. USC East. Yeah, USC East. Taylor, you have anything to say to me about the system? You were pretty vocal earlier. Yeah, it fucking sucks. All right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a bad, it's a bad no, system. No, I mean, I can't be mad But there you, was so you know. much hype and buzz around this system because people trust you. I don't know why, but people trust you. Gardner-Webb, loss. Towson, loss. South Alabama, loss. Can you tell us what the shitty system is now? Now that it's dead, can you tell us now that it's dead what the system was? Sure. You know, Ken Pomeroy, yeah. that hokey fraud? Yeah. He's got a uh, site where he predicts every final score. Yeah. So. Seen it. It's, uh, you know, analytics and yeah. such. It's mm -hmm. actually a very good website. Mm -hmm. uh, only cost nineteen ninety five to subscribe to, which I made back right away. And now I've lost several times over. If he predicted a final score that was more than, a, than three points off the spread, yeah. I'd take it. So it's just basically you're just tracking Ken Palm. I'm stealing from Ken Palm. So that's your system. Yeah, dog. That was the system the whole time. Yes. <laughs> well, look, Ken Palm sucks. Normally, to be Ken honest. Palm is on the is on the line or within a point. So yeah, if, well, he, if it's if it's three and a half, four, five points off. Bad weekend for Ken Palm. Jeez. I, I'll keep you posted on my system. It's a okay. great lesson here. Just do your own research. That's Again. correct, and that's where I'm, I'm going back. It's all about feel. Duke coming off of an emotional win. We, I don't know if it's that emotional when you blow out Carolina, but they were set up for a letdown. Who's playing well? System took that into account, this system. Yeah. I'll update you tomorrow. Again, USC, Tulsa, Syracuse. Hey, we have Calvin Johnson. He's going to talk to us about Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford played in Detroit. Oh, you mean Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford. That's right. So we'll talk to him about that game and just a bunch of other shit. Calvin Johnson is like uh, one of the nicest like Hall of Famers I've ever been around. I've said that about maybe three people, and he's one of those people. You, you enjoyed meeting him, yeah? I really did. Okay. So we'll roll this interview out, and, uh, and then we'll finish on the back end with some, um, I don't know. I kind of have podcasters block today. But we're going to try Coach Superlatives, these new, uh, these new hires, all nine of them. We're going to talk about those hires. But I also think we can take till Thursday to roll out some more ads. I think so, too. Uh, you showed up to work today. I was like, you got any new, new commercials? I said, no, I might be in a sophomore slump. I said, yeah, me too. Okay, we'll wait till Thursday. We'll give I'd you guys agree. a break. We'll give you guys a break, and then we'll put our marketing hats on later this week. I'm surprised nobody's picked up your Titanic commercial yet. Maybe they have. Tune in Sunday. Layup line, mate. Again, podcasters block. I don't have anything. I got nothing. I don't even know what, what song to play. I've been listening to a lot of Emmylou Harris, but oh. 
Yeah. Yeah. Feels good to just drive down the road. 2022 is great, man. I'm pescatarian. I'm not on Twitter, except for on my laptop. Sorry on Twitter, yeah. On my laptop. Uh, Let's do yoga. I'm hydrated. But I, I ride down the road with Emmy Lou Harris, and I'm like, I never thought I would be into this, man. Like, my life is so peaceful right now. I'm like, um, I'm like a zen guy. Emmy Lou and I have a mutual friend, which is cool. Really? And uh, yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. And uh, you know, I listen to I listen to like Jamestown Revival stuff. Like I know, that. I know. That's your new thing. Yeah. So we're gonna do the shuffle thing again. You do five shuffles. That's yep. what we did last time, and then we pick the we pick pick our favorite. Okay, you go first. It wasn't me by Shaggy. Okay. <laughs> Revival by Jamestown Revival. Stop it. Every day, Buddy Holly. Great tune. Every day, it's getting closer. Born This Way, Lady Gaga. Song for Another Time by Old Dominion. But that's a song for another time. Boy, oh boy. Hey, you know the Buddy Holly thing? You know that it was, uh, that Waylon gave up his seat and it yeah. went to Buddy Holly and Buddy Holly plane crash. That's going to be my nominee, Every Day by Buddy Holly. Every Day by B- Buddy Holly, okay. You know that song American Pie by Don McLean? It's the day the music died. Yeah, that's about uh, Buddy Holly. Yeah, but I'm more gawking at the fact that I, I drew d'angelo feel like making love the first mm. fucking i am on a roll man you would think i was cool you know reed that's what i'm named after that song feel like making love by d'angelo <laughs> when the levee breaks bye led zeppelin of course my lover's prayer otis redding that's a fucking banger Hollywood Forever Cemetery Sings by Father John Misty. That's a weird fucking guy, Father John Misty. Do you believe he's like that in person, in real yes. life? You yeah. think he's playing that, that character is him? Yeah, I think that's him completely. Are you thinking of St. Saint, Saint Paul and the Broken Bones? Not at all. Jesus Christ, girl. Free me, Otis Redding. Free me, darling. Don't hang me up. I'll go when the levee breaks. Okay. Wake us up in here. Okay, uh, Riverbutt. You get to... Make him what was yours? Every Day by Buddy Holly. Yeah, when the levee breaks. <laughs> Stop doing all. When the levee breaks, have no place to stay. The fix is in. Okay. I mean, that's a banger, dude. The kids love that song. Who doesn't love uh, that song? There's no hurricanes right now, right? Not hurricane season. They come around every June. High black water, devil's daughter. This reads boy, leave on helm. You've been listening to a lot of Otis Redding or something? Otis Redding, I was actually listening to more Otis Redding when Luke was born. We slapped the middle name Redding on Luke. Luke didn't have a name for two days. Right up until the circumcision. In fact, the circumcision is what made us name our child. Like we were going to just ride it out three days. Probably Uncut, where you unvaxxed. <laughs> Well, three days in is when I think you you got to name your kid. I don't know, you know. About Jesus you. said that, yeah. Did he? Yeah, three days. 
but it was the circumcision. They were like, um, who's ready to come back? And we we're like, we are, what's the child's name? <laughs> he doesn't have one yet. Makes no sense you can't circumcise a, a nameless kid. But uh, he became Luke Redding. Walt Whitman turned out to be a racist. So the bridge in Philly angle didn't work out. Oh. One quick Google of Walt Whitman and racism. Where's Otis Redding from? Otis Redding is, I'm doing the Otis Redding is from, I know where he died in Wisconsin. Is this, am I supposed to know this? No. Would I know? Is it something that's significant to us? What do I care about most? England? Nope, close. Your, yourself? Yep. Richmond? Macon, Georgia. Macon, Georgia. <laughs> yourself, second guess. <laughs> <laughs> he is from Macon, Georgia, that's true. All right, Calvin Johnson. When your business is starting its championship run, nothing matters more than finding and hiring the best team. With Indeed, you have the power to build a dynasty by hiring more MVPs faster. If you're hiring, you need Indeed, because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Indeed partners with you on every step of the hiring process. Find great talent through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates with resumes on Indeed that match your job description, and you can invite them to apply right away. Plus, you only pay for quality applications that meet your must-have requirements. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy. Indeed makes it easy to hire great talent. According to Comscore, Indeed is the number one job site worldwide. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through March 31st. Go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So I got Calvin Johnson here. He's back, uh, and it's a good time to have Calvin Johnson because I don't know if you've heard, but Matt Stafford used to play for the Lions. Matthew. Matthew, Matthew. Matthew Stafford. That's a good place to start. Yeah, so it, did you call him Matt or Matthew? I got. I, I was notorious for calling him Matt. I know he doesn't like Matt. I know he doesn't like Matt, but he never said anything to me about it until like later in his career. I think it was actually Kelly. I think it was actually Kelly that said something like, "Call him Matthew. He doesn't like Matt." Yeah. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's the ultimate respect for you to not correct you for eight years. I mean, Matt, Matthew. I fucked up the Matthew thing with Matthew McConaughey. He came on the show and I called him Matt, and he corrected me on the spot, like right off the rip. Like three seconds <laughs> into the interview, and I that was like getting a touchdown scored on you on the opening drive. Like the rest of the interview, I was just nervous as hell. So do not, hey, make sure at home if it's a Matt or a Matthew, depending on who you're who you're referring to. Were you jealous of some of the breakfast stuff this year, like Matthew and Cooper getting breakfast every day? Did y'all used to get breakfast, or did you hit up Matthew and were you like, what the fuck, dude? We never used to get breakfast. I miss I, that one. That one went over my head. Like, yeah, what happened? Man, breakfast every morning. Right. Well, maybe because Calvin was 6'5", 240 and the best receiver in the game, they didn't they need didn't to like, talk about to route do. running. Yeah. Just throw it up. They just threw it up. I don't know. The, the cup thing, I knew. So when, when Matthew got there, I was like, all right, somebody's going to eat here. And it's probably Robert Woods, but the Cooper thing kind of came out of nowhere for me. Does it surprise you they had such a great connection? And why do you think that is? Yeah, I mean, uh, from what I understand, I don't know Cooper at all, but from what I've seen, 
Cooper seems like he's a one. He's an intelligent football player. Yeah. And two, uh, seems like an extremely hard worker, and it seems like he he's going to you know be the quarterback's best friend. You know, as far as doing exactly what Matthew needs him to do, uh, understanding his leverage and being where he needs to be at the time he needs to be there. Uh, that's what he. That's what that's what strikes me with him. And obviously, when Robert went down uh, earlier in the year, he had the whole load on his shoulders at that point. Obviously, they had Van Jefferson. Shout out to Van. That's my old receiver coach's boy. Oh yeah, um, yeah, his dad coaches. You know, yeah, when he was way high you know matthew and i were out there throwing the ball around so to see him matthew throwing him touchdown you know that's that's that goes full circle damn dude that'll make you feel old a little bit <laughs> the kids are now in the in the nfl is cup the best receiver in the game to you i mean before this year i wouldn't have said it right. before this year i would be leaning more towards uh, uh deandre or or Devonte uh up in green bay but, um, I mean, you can't – it's hard to – I mean, one, obviously, he needs to come back and do it again next year. Obviously, that's a hell of a year. It's going to be yeah. hard to replicate that. But have that same – you know, have success in the same manner. It's probably going to be hard if Robert Woods and stuff like that comes back. Obviously, you got Odell there. But um, just to have success, come back and put together another 1,000-yard year and just keep on stacking them up, I don't see that being a problem for uh, Coop, especially with Matthew out there. He had you were sweating a little bit on the record. But still, it's one more game. Right. <laughs> but it's one more game. So how do you take that? Um, you know, either way, I mean, it would have it would have held up, but yeah, you, we know it's not the same exact thing, obviously, because we only did it. In, we had sixteen games versus the the seventeen they have now with OBJ. They might bring him back next year. They probably bring him back next year. I don't know how that whole thing fits, but I was surprised that they would figure it out this quickly. Like, you know, it's a really tough thing to to not only lose your your X factor like Robert Woods and then add a new piece that you have to with all this pressure. Like everybody's watching is. If this doesn't go well, they're probably going to blame Matthew, not Odell. And it went really well. And I just wonder if you thought it would go this well or what do you think went into him integrating into that offense? Had no idea. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know. I don't know Odell either. You know, I, all, you, all I know is what you might hear. And I don't even look at that stuff too much. But, you know, just really at the, my, when I saw him go out there, I was just saying, I hope he's healthy. Because yeah. Matthew's going to get the guy the ball. Matthew yeah. is going to get to you wherever you got to be, wherever you are on the field. And if you're healthy, you're going to make have some success. So seeing him healthy, um, it brings back the, you know, the old Odell, the, like we, the Odell we love to see before all the injuries, man. And I think that if he's able to stay out there, he's going to have some uh, good years ahead of him too. It has Matt – Matthew always been that good against the blitz man like because that's been the thing I mean you don't you try not to heat him up because he'll step up and he made some really clutch plays in third and medium conversion situations down the stretch has he always been this clutch to you and, and is it a thing where like people are better off just sitting back you're not better off sitting back. You're not. But Matthew will pick you apart, too. You yeah. know, you got to kind of – you just got to pick the right blitz, really. I mean, you got to get after the quarterback. You just let him sit back there. He's going to do his thing all day if he's not uncomfortable at all. But Matthew, from back when we are here in Detroit, man, I can't think of how many games we came back and won um, in, the, in the third or fourth quarter. And we might have been down by a little bit. And on the, or either on that last drive of the game, Matthew has – Shoot, probably at least 30, 30, 30 um, fourth quarter comebacks. I'm happy to be a part of uh, a good bit of those because it was a heck of a feat just to see one him in action and obviously the rest of our team, you know, nut up and, and make it make it happen. I can help you with the Matt Matthew thing. Yeah, call him Leo. Leo, Le- Leonardo DiCaprio, because he said that if there's a movie about the Rams this year, that he is going to be played by Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> Does Matt Matthew think he's good looking? <laughs> does Matthew want let's, let's start there does Matthew think he's good looking 
You know, I, I'm not going to throw no shade on Matthew, but I'm happy for Matthew because Matthew, when he first came into the league, Matthew was a little cheesy, man. Hey, Matthew, he was more than cheesy. Matthew was Matthew was more than cheesy when he came into the league. If you go back and look at some of those pictures, you know, he still got those little baby fat cheeks, you know? Oh, yeah. But, college. It's the college beer drinking cheeks, dude. Like That is it. We that all had it. them. We all had them. I mean, some of us had them. And then he used to always just, all he used to rock is the backwards New Era hat. Like, you know, just a lion's That's hat it. or a tiger's hat backwards. Has he upped his, his fashion for the L.A. scene? Matthew's upped his fashion. He's trimmed up a couple years ago. So, you know, uh, I, I, I've, uh, I'm thoroughly proud of Matthew, man. Looking looking back at the day, like, Matthew, you've come a long way, man. <laughs> he definitely has. The same dude. I, I'm glad the world gets to see, like, you know, because there was so much pressure on him. I felt like everybody was rooting for him. And in the middle of the year, it was like he was maybe hurt. I think he was hurt. I know, like, he doesn't want to say he's hurt, but I think he was banged yeah. up, um, which comes with territory. And people jumped off the wagon, and now they're back on for him. So I hope he finishes strong. I think he answered all the questions he needed to answer, whether he wins this game or not. You talk about a cameo for Calvin Johnson in the Matthew Stafford Rams movie. There's another Detroit cameo this weekend, and it's Eminem. Uh, Eminem is going to be on site. Did you ever see Eminem at a Detroit game? I heard a rumor that he used to go and like wear a mask like to, to hide his face, and he'd sit in the stands like, like wear a, wear like a Halloween mask or something. Did he come around after games? I never really saw him after games. I did a little uh, shoot with him one time, but you know that that wouldn't surprise me. I mean, I might have to try that. Go on a little mask, and I can go to the game and enjoy myself. Is that yeah. what it's going to take? Because I saw in January, uh, you you guys posted a picture with you in the stands, and it was pretty cool. And then I got to see you, you know, the Hall of Fame <laughs> thing. Of course, the owner got booed, and it's never pretty in Detroit, but like. What would it take to get you back? Like, uh, really, getting bra- down to brass tacks. Like, what would it take to get Calvin Johnson in the stands here? Oh, to actually go to a game? Yeah, to go to a Lions game. To go all the way back in. Like, because, Dan, there's some positivity there. I mean, I went to a game. I went to a game uh, last year. How was it? When Justin, it was it was, it was in like typical Lions fashion, you know. That's the one when Justin Tucker hit the the, the historic field goal mm. off the oh, goal pole. God, you probably <laughs> should like, stay wow. home. You probably should stay home, dude. I, that's what I was like. <laughs> All right, cardiac cats, <laughs> cardiac cats, dude. That's incredible. You, there's the one game you saw. What a kick that was. I hate to say it. So then the the question will be then. This is actually you can bet this. Will Eminem have on a Lions jersey at the uh, Super Bowl? It's plus 500 on a yes and no, minus 1,000. I would take the odds on yes. I feel like he might do that. Man, I'm, I'm, I don't recall seeing Eminem wear too, too many jerseys. You see him in all black, you know, with his chains and jeans on. Yeah, but this is like, this halftime show is an early 2000s thing, dude. Like, it's we're back in high school. I was reading this lineup. Like, Dre... Snoop, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, uh, of course, Kendrick's newer, and I'm really glad he's up there. But I feel like some of the fashion choices of the early 2000s could follow these guys. You might have some lowriders out there. That's You can bet that, too. I think jerseys are back in. I think Jay-Z organized this whole thing. You could see Hove in a jersey. You might, but I don't feel like there's too much drip coming off of a Lions jersey. You know? <laughs> <laughs> there is no drip. Actually, there is a lot of drip. I think the throwbacks are very nice. It would nice. have to be Barry Sanders. It would have to be a Barry Sanders right, yes. era jersey. Yeah, There's go. a lot of drip on that jersey. Okay, so then then who performs first? Because you can bet this too. You know, who's oh, going to really? come out of the gate? Yeah, you can bet this too. Dr. Dre plus 150, Eminem plus 250, 
Kendrick three three seventy, Snoop plus one sixty, and Mary J Blige uh, plus three hundred. Who do you think comes out of the gate? Because Dre's the favorite here with the whole LA thing. That's tough. I would think that you know one of the LA guys would want to like bring it home, you know, close it out. I'm hoping that's Kendrick. It's, I'm not. I can't wait to hear Kendrick. I love again. Kendrick. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking that the ladies will go first. That I'm, was I'm my bet, Mary J. Blige. This per- <laughs> that, that, and it's good odds for you. I mean, so three to one, depending on where you can get it. If you can get this bet, I think Mary. I agree with Calvin. Mary J. Blige will Snoop light a blunt or have a blunt? Is it light a blunt or smoke a blunt? Read or is it have a blunt? Smoke That'll a blunt. Awesome. That'll be awesome. I'll, I'll be there with you, Snoop. I will. I'll light up with you, man. <laughs> Snoop is plus 170 to light a blunt. He's plus 170 and minus 250. I say that's easy. Make, what do you say? I think he might um, do a uh, uh, marijuana cone. <laughs> I don't know. He doesn't the, smoke. Calvin, he doesn't smoke. He, I don't he won't smoke. Maybe the, Calvin could convince you to loosen up, and, loosen up and, and, and try it. Yeah, what's the 30-second elevator pitch for cannabis for a non-cannabis I user? I got you. It's simple. What do you know about your endocannabinoid system? Not a thing, my friend. There you go. That should spark your interest to want to look into your endocannabinoid system and learn how cannabis interacts with the body. Naturally. Okay. Boom. It's there for a reason. Yeah. It's there for a reason. <laughs> yeah. I, you didn't, that didn't sound very convincing. Well, no, he's a, he, you can't, he's, a, he's a motherfucker to convince now of anything. I, I've been on the He's planet. been high because he sits next to me every day at work, but... I'm really just embarrassed that I've been around 35 some odd years and and didn't wasn't aware I had an endocannabinoid system. That's new word. We'll get into we'll get back into the marijuana another time. But but yeah, Calvin Calvin makes a, a good pitch. I think you've got some homework to do. I can see Eminem in only one jersey. It's okay. a Detroit Pistons Rasheed Wallace. Ooh, that's tight. Yeah, I like that's it. Tight. Oh. Uh, I like the Portland Trailblazers, Rasheed Wallace. Sorry, Detroit. Give me your perfect Super Bowl, Calvin, because you never you never got to go to one. You deserve it. We're going to officially give you Cal- the Calvin Bowl. Like you pick the city, the halftime show, the team you're playing against, and of course you also have to pick the team you're playing for. That's no, it's no given that it's Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm in Detroit. We make it to the Super Bowl. We're playing... At the home, we're playing in Atlanta at the brand new stadium. Ooh. We got Outkast performing. You got mm. T.I. performing. You got Jeezy performing. You got Migos performing. Cardi B. Yeah, that, that, that's, a, that's a hell of a cast. I think I need some more women in there. I definitely need some more women in there. Some more Atlanta women artists. Well, we got but, time. Um, we got time. We got time. But what, okay, so what's Outkast coming out with? First song. Bombs over Baghdad. We're going to okay. bomb today. Um, and then who we playing? Who do I want? Who would I want to play? Uh, who would I want to? I would have wanted to beat Tom Brady, the greatest of all time. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You sure you, you sure you want to play with the Lions? Because I don't know, Brady. I feel like, hey, Brady, when he retired, were you shocked, dude? Because I feel like you retired early. Okay, like you're one of the most famous guys who retired early. Had a lot left to give to the game. Brady retired early. <laughs> like I feel like I feel like Brady at forty four. He could have played another five years. Were you surprised seeing that? I honestly was. You know, as far as they got, I feel like you know they could get right back to where they were next year and maybe even add a couple pieces. Right. So I mean, I really honestly thought that I mean they would be right back in the NFC, NFC Championship with the team that they had. So I was kind of surprised. 
What's your advice for him, like first year of, of retirement? Because you've been through it and you were still really good and you knew you could go back. And enjoy it. I mean, that's what I look forward to, just not having to wake up at 5.30 every morning. Enjoy it. Enjoy your family. Uh, obviously, take a dope-ass vacation. But uh, I think that for him, you know, uh, find a way to, you know, better the lives of your brethren that came yeah. out of the league. I think that's the big thing for us, for us guys that are, you know, have been leaders that are just trying to, you know, do right. Just try to find a way to better the lives for the guys that are coming out of the league. Like, uh, there's some things that we're doing too, but just trying to serve our brothers. Maybe get behind the cannabis research for pain that the oh, NFL yeah. just uh, sure. rolled uh, out. I yeah, TB12. TB12 method. Incorporate the endocannabinoid system into the TB12. That's the CL56 method. Yeah, there you go. That's actually, did you know it's hard to get COVID if you've been smoking? Did you I've know been this? reading up a couple? I've been seeing a couple articles like that. Yeah, yeah we're double vaxxed. We're triple vaxxed. <laughs> I mean, okay, you, you're walking around here just raw dog COVID. <laughs> Everybody in the studio, I've been trying to vaccinate you guys. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> okay, all right, Jamar Chase, dude. Like, it's funny because when the Lions snagged you and Matt, like that's your, that's like a Burrow Jamar Chase duo. Like, and that's a great compliment to those two, but. Th- that costs a lot more money back in the day. They were able to get a lower cap hit with the new CBA, the whole thing. They skipped drafting a tackle. They said, fuck this. We're going to throw the ball around the yard like it doesn't matter. What do you see when you see Jamar Chase? And if you're the Rams, what do you do to take him away? Is it just put Ramsey on him? One person can't can beat, can't stop him. I mean, any given day, I mean, a receiver that is on, on point, I'd feel like, hey, I can't be stopped on any route. And I truly feel like he probably feels that way, especially with the hell of the, hell of the year that he's had so far. Um, you got to bracket him. You got to keep a cloud over him, keep a triangle around him at all times. You know, linebacker, two safeties, you know, linebacker, corner, safety. Just keep him within that triangle at all times, kind of like they did me most of the time right. uh, when I was in, uh, in Detroit. How do you bust out of a triangle? Like they never made a triangle for me. Sometimes I could slide, but the fuck would they get a? Would they put a triangle around you? Like what are the routes? Like how do offenses crossers? Tri- tri- crossers? Yep, you, yeah. you got to play out the slot. Playing out the slot, you you know you could attack four different ways. You but when you're on that sideline, you're with that number one and number one, two, number one and number two receiver. You got that sideline as that extra defender, so you could be pinned against that. Then you got the corner safety and linebacker pushing at you from the from the inside out. So it can make it tough on you if you when you're just staying on the outside. Would you have liked to play Jalen Ramsey? I mean, like a big corner like that. I just love his game. That would be a really fun matchup to see. How do you attack a big corner like that? Uh, just be physical. You know, and then use your body, use your leverage, you yeah. use your weight. That's what, when I'm playing big guys, they're going to grab, and it's harder to see when you got those two big bodies running along with each other. Yes. So then you got to use your body, use your weight to separate. So you got you to fight the strength with the strength. Mm-hmm. You don't get finesse with a big corner. Yeah, keep his hands off of you at the right time. At the, yeah. at the break, you can hold on all he wants, but at the time of the breakdown, when you're trying to separate, you got to get his hands off of you so he can't pull along with you. Okay, so the coach of this game, Sean McVay, were you – on marijuana when he beat you out for state player of the year because that's the only way were you high at your games for sean mcveigh to be my mama would have killed me if i was in <laughs> high school cannabis in high school she didn't run you out of the house i, w- I wouldn't be here today me, but... me neither <laughs> me neither but it would have been my dad you know what i was talking to somebody about this earlier and i realized why i never heard of this until i was in the nfl when he came on the scene so this was new news when i yeah when i found out about it so i found out today why 
I hadn't heard about it back then was because he graduated graduated in 03. I graduated in 04. Right. And I, the reason why I was like, okay, every year when you're a senior in high school, they have like the super 11 out of Georgia, like the yeah. top athletes in the state. And he wasn't on that list. I'm right. like, where all this stuff come from? I don't even know this guy. Yeah. Oh, and I realized today that, okay, so he's an old three guy. <laughs> That's incredible, right. though, that Sean McVay and all the great athletes in Georgia found a way to win that. Damn, I never would have pegged that, dude. That was that was pretty pretty amazing. And you know what it is? I mean, Maris is winning championships like left and right that, at that time. So they're getting all the publicity. They're pretty good. Go ahead. When you're growing up, getting all these accolades throughout high school, are you just dreaming of one day putting on the Russell Athletic? Georgia Tech. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, you can you can go wherever you like, but you're thinking no. No, he's I want to go to Georgia Tech and wear the, the R. Oh, that's hilarious. All right. So this story. Honestly, when I went to college, I went because I was like, hey, like if I graduate from Georgia Tech, you know, I can work wherever I want. Football really wasn't in, a, in, in, the, in, the, in the picture. Going to the NFL wasn't real, really. Yeah, I want to do those things, but, you know, I had other things that were in right, front of it. Right, Um, But wearing the R, you know, when I did get there, I was like, hmm. You know? <laughs> I, thought, I thought we might have Nike. Cause we, they had Nike cleats. I thought they might have had Nike jerseys, but at least it was stitch on. You know, they're stitch on letter. So at least, yes. at least I had that. They were technically <laughs> stitch on. the 21. The 21 looked good. 21 looked awesome. Yeah. 21 looked awesome. They had uh, Ball and Johnson in the backfield there. That's right. Mm-hmm. Ball and yep. Johnson. Reggie, old Reggie Ball. What's he doing yeah. now? Reggie is, um, he has a gym, so he's, stre- he's, he's training kids um, now, so that's pretty cool. I, I actually saw him uh, a couple months ago. He was a, he he was a hell of a player. Georgia Tech was good, man. They were good. Yeah. And now, now, the Russell Athletic thing's not great, but Wyoming was New Balance. That's right. Okay. That's <laughs> we right. got beat by Wyoming uh, up in ugly. Laramie. Yeah, it's real ugly. Brown and yellow. With how, a, how, how is that possible? How did... <laughs> New balance. I don't know. Now, Did the jerseys and uniforms fall apart? Bad, Would you have made that same decision? You played under Chan Gailey if, yeah, if good Paul Johnson were there and there were a triple option because they still turned out great receivers, but you're getting about three targets a game. I mean, honestly, the reason I did, I, I went, part of the reason I went to Georgia State was because they did have uh, coaches, Chan Gailey, uh, the receiver coach, but Buddy Guys, those guys that coached in Dallas, you know, they, they yeah. coached uh, the Ankmans and Irvins and stuff like that. So they had some experience, you know, the professional experience. So I thought that was valuable. So something that's, uh, before I let you go, we got a couple, like, kind of current event things. Pro Bowl popped up. You went six times, Pro Bowl Sunday. Now it's like tag, and I totally get it. Like when we turn it on TV, I don't remember. Did you ever get hit in the Pro Bowl? When I was playing, when I, I played, I went to the Pro Bowl my first year, and after that, I, I, I did have a medical excuse every other year. But um, my first year, there was some tackling. Guys were like, obviously, like, hey, you know, you can see that there was like, we ain't trying to go all in, but we, you know, we do got to play football here. But what I saw the other day, I was like, I was scratching my head. I was like, damn, like. Man, they don't tackle anymore. There is none of that. I think I might as well just put on the flags. Like. Yeah, exactly. They really should. And that's why we were saying we were floating like a skills competition. Like maybe you, you do more interesting shit off the field to draw fans into watching it because that is like we're – I mean, it's basically a skills competition at this point. I had one idea. Oklahoma between coaches that have grudges to settle. How good is that, it. huh? Like I would, I would tune in. You would tune in. Heck Yeah. Okay, Schwartz Harbaugh. <laughs> what do you think? Who do you think wins that drill? Jim Schwartz, our friend Jim Schwartz, or Jim Harbaugh, the Battle of the Gyms? 
Battle of the Gym. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Swartz just because you know I don't know nothing. I don't know I don't know hardball at all. You scouted Jim. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not a huge Michigan fan either. You scouted Jim. So, yeah. I'm going with Jim. Okay, good. I'm yeah. going with, with Swartz. <laughs> okay, give me this one then. Vrabel or Dan Campbell? Woo! Oh, linebacker versus tight end. So I know for a fact that that Dan Campbell is a tough SOB. You know, that, that dude is tough. I'm going to go with Dan. I'm going to go with Dan. Dan. Too, you know, too, I, I respect the heck out of Coach very Vrabel. Yeah, I mean, you know he's done that drill up in New England. That's yeah. We did that drill all the time in the year. I, got, I was like, man, we're really going back to like high school with some but, of these drills. But Dan is going to bite your kneecaps. So oh, he's going to bite your kneecaps, which turned out to be a big fucking deal. Do you remember how everybody wanted to like run him out of the building for saying that? And then he turned out to be like maybe the best coach that got hired last year. Like all the players yeah. love him. Do you hear that the players love this guy as much as I, I, I assume? I, I played with him. I knew they were going to love him. Like I said, I, I, he's a tough SOB because, I mean, he played with one shoulder in the NFL. Yeah. You know, so he, the team, the team, I knew the team was going to love him. Okay, another hot topic here, tanking. Did you ever suspect it in Detroit? Now that I'm looking back after the Stephen Ross news in St. Louis, I'm kind of like, hmm, were we at times? <laughs> like, I don't know. Do you ever feel like in Detroit that, like, you wondered if we're trying to win? I know for a fact we were trying to win. Okay, sometimes. good. Okay, good. Don't good. even. I, if, yeah, I don't. I'll, I'll create a whole storm if I go into that. <laughs> it's good. But I know for a fact. So do <laughs> so. I. So do I. For the record, in St. Louis, we were all trying to win. But I, I don't know if everybody in the building was 100% trying to win. I don't know. Um, all right. And lastly, Olympic talk. You're a hell of a snowboarder. I think, uh, I don't know if I learned about this the last time we talked or what, but Vale or Breckenridge for you? Vale. Yeah, he's just a bail guy. He's like a total bail guy. Yeah, you can't two just, weeks ago, I was out there. <laughs> you got something against the Breck? It's too. It's too. It's like too hippie. I, I, I used to go. Breck was the Breck was like the beginner mountain. You yeah. know, and then I'm I'm, I'm elevating, moving my way. I'm, I'm in Park City. You know, going to Vail. You know, working my way up to you know Aspen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. All right. So if you had to, if you had to place, like, if Baby Calvin Johnson was given a snowboard, do you think you could you could win a medal? You got damn right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you got damn right. Sean, I'm over, I'm, 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 even now, I'm like, okay, I want to do the 360. I can do the 180. I do the big jump, but I just keep it straight and do a little tail grab, you know. But I'm out here watching the Olympics. And like, that inspires me. But I'm going out here and F my knee up if I try to Yeah, that's up. what I'm saying. It's like, it's probably scary as hell. All that football, you know, you have your injuries. And then imagine, like, just busting your shit doing a recreational thing like that. Does it hurt right. to snowboard? Um, when I, I put my topical on before and after I go, so it keeps the swelling down. I love it. I mean, it doesn't really hurt. I don't fall really. So, I mean, I, I got me some new step in bindings. I love them. Like, I love it. New I, step I in bindings. That's what we need. I'll be out there on the slopes, black diamonds, no problem. And then lastly, talk to me about last prisoner project because, yeah. uh, you know, I, I know you've been working yeah. on some serious stuff as well. Yeah, man. Basically, you know, just they're going to be in existence really until all people that were affected disproportionately by cannabis and do that being arrested. You know, all those people are out of jail. I mean, that's their that's their their, their mission is to really affect those people that have been disproportionately affected by cannabis. And it's pretty great to see, you know, one that call to action, but to support it, because, you know, seeing the guy like Michael Thomas, you know, be released for for for, for from jail for 
I forgot how long he was in jail for for a small what today you wouldn't even go to jail for. Right. There's still people in jail for stuff that you wouldn't go to jail for today. So it's very frustrating for me to be in this industry uh, and and to still see that there are people. I mean, not only black people, but there's white people, too. There's Asian, all all, all, all of your you go through your DNA and I. But, you know, just to see people still suffering when there's people out here actually having success in this industry. You know, that's kind of it's backwards. Yeah, it was bad a couple of years ago. And now it's really bad because there's a lot of people profiting off it and a lot of people walking around without fear of you know, any punishment. I'm walking around with an eighth in my pocket yeah, in, right. in exactly. around town. I can't even imagine. And we're here, but there's people left behind. So where can they check that out? Learn more about that. Uh, that's LPP, lastprisonerproject.com. Yes, please check it out. They're doing a, a great service and um, they would love any kind of support that they can get. You know, obviously we're ambassadors for them and um, and, and we'll continue to push that message. What are you checking out? What are you going to read about, Make My endocrinoid per- system. <laughs> endo, endo. Yep. Cannabinoid. <laughs> endocannabinoid. Endocannabinoid. That's absolutely solid stuff. Calvin Johnson, uh, one of the best to ever do an awesome dude. Thanks for joining us again, man. Thanks for having me, guys. Great to talk to you. Y'all be well. If you're in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or Virginia, and you haven't tried the WinBet app yet, I got great news for you. WinBet is now offering $200 in free bets for new users. That's right, 200 big ones. WinBet is basically giving you free money. Don't pass it up. Download the WinBet app today. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too. 1-800-889-9789. That was Hall of Fame wide receiver Calvin Johnson. Spent his career with the Detroit Lions. Graduated from Georgia Tech. Ah! He graduated from Georgia Tech. I think he left after three years to be the number two overall pick in the NFL draft. Took me four years to do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a guy, huh? No degree for me either. Was the joke? <laughs> hey, but or, hey, are you going to do that? Maybe one day, uh, one of those deals. Yeah, I honestly, you can go on the internet these days. You know what? No, you can't. Not for a Virginia degree. Oh, you hear that, UNC fans? He's planning to major in history. Apparently, yeah, I'm going to go back and read eighty to hundred words a day just to right my wrongs in that uber the other night you didn't hear about the uber no you gotta go back to the last podcast to hear it wait long enough you can probably major in like drugs oh <coughs> so <laughs> where's the char uh, yeah you're but, fine so i'm not probably gonna graduate i feel like i have all the professional connections i need now i'd agree with you but i kind of would like to be able to tell my son who inevitably will be able to listen to these podcasts that school is important because it is. I mean, I have like educational initiatives and shit and I don't have a degree, but I didn't need a degree to, to do what I'm doing. I think though the biggest tool for me in parenting would be to say like, hey, here's mine, okay? I do think it's gonna be a problem when Waylon and Luke's like, is it that important, dad? Where's yours? Well, let's play that out. Okay. Hey kids, if you're gonna be the number two overall pick and you're a semester short like of this. graduating. I like this. I, I think we're okay with, with your skipping that final semester like and, okay. and getting ready for the combine. Thank you. I Short to, of that, <sighs> youngman, go ahead and, and finish up. I need to phone a friend yeah, I in think some of these good. circumstances. That was really good, Megan. I'm going to use that. And maybe talk about like the old CBA and that sort of thing. And, and the fact that, yeah, like you should probably go to trade school 
right even in the event this this time around because they don't it's just they don't pay you as much yeah hey reed we know you're named after a glacier where'd river butt come from <clears throat> chris <laughs> river butt reed chris that's, gave me that that's not moniker. your that's not your given name your given right first name. yeah okay. no I, dude i put that on twitter allegedly river butt reed and my mom texted me and said maybe you shouldn't have that on twitter <laughs> It's not very professional. Well, I believe what she at least first texted you was Riverbutt question mark. That's right. Riverbutt read question mark. Which was the best part for me. And I, I didn't ask how she found out. I'm sure she listened. So uh, I hope it, she has the context because the nickname made perfect sense. You got good butt hygiene. And that's I mean, that's right. nothing to be ashamed yeah, there's of. There's a no. river of bidet water shooting up that reads butt and, and we'll that's work good. Yeah, and we're working on a uh, T-shirt idea. We'll have oh. it presented to you guys. Um, uh, accepted. Sweet. Push it through. So I'm sorry again to Reed's parents for anything. Anything. This is like the one-size-fits-all apology here. Anything that you haven't liked. My my dad, the plumber, did want to weigh in on the... On the bidets? Uh, on the bidet, and he said bidets are phenomenal. Everybody should have oh. them. My parents have one, and they love it. Uh, it's a very nice, my dad put in the bidet. It was a Christmas present to I think two years ago. When it comes to bidets, I don't go to my plumbers for information. I do my own research. Why would you ask a plumber about a bidet? What do they know about the PSIs of that fucking thing? River butt read. Hey, before we get into the football, I told you I finished Succession season three. We're here. Congratulations. We here. For you. No, we here together for you yep we're yeah. on the same plane finally we can talk about the show and you love hey, it you <laughs> i, love, love, it, I yeah? love the show love the show good love the show i can't believe that for two episodes i was calling it suck session you know what it is i'll never forget that about you and that's not a bad thing it just really offended me and well listen like to my defense i don't like shows that are kind of like unrealistic from a dialogue standpoint this show everybody's batting a thousand on like pithy dialogue Everybody is witty. Every comment, every joke makes sense. Every third offhand reference in, in a single comment lands. Every metaphor. So it's written really well. That's not supposed to, you know, carry a show. And I thought that's what they were doing early in the show. The plot, the character development, mm. who's fucking over who, mm. right? Like the, the stuff you sold me on. That's what, that's just staying power of uh of succession i mean fuck it right just fucking go nut nut fuck it yeah maybe they should have colored tom red like a dangerous lizard huh mm. remember it, he said that uh, to greg about i think it was uh when there, he walked at there into are a the few wedding. little easter eggs there about mr Wamsgans. give me a couple oh well it's been a little while okay but he's also wearing the uh he's wearing like the white he's wearing the cream suit which signifies something like mccarthy Mm-hmm. Cowboys fan. He's British. The actor that plays Tom Wamsgan is British. Isn't he Australian? Or something. Or he's not. He's fucking. He's, I don't uh, think he's British. Uh, he's something. But yes, we've discussed this. He's Matthew not, he's McFadden. Not Matthew McFadden. I um, said that I didn't want to listen to his interviews while watching the show because it was it throws me, me out off of it. way too much. Yeah, they were doing the director's cut thing. Kendall sounds like Kendall. Right. Um, and Kendall. Kendall be, would be really upset if he knew we couldn't come up with his name in real life right now because he takes himself quite seriously if you're to believe the 
New Yorker, great actor, very method. Jeremy right, Strong. Method. Jeremy Strong, mm. to the point of like perhaps aggravating some of his coworkers. Supposed uh, to be all bangers. Yeah. Bangers only. Shiv. Shiv. I can't. She, Shiv Roy is also is, is also British or uh, might also be Australian. Can we get colonial. stats and She's research? On this? Sarah Snook. Sarah, Sarah Snook. Snook is colonial. Um, that's the term I'm using for just white, but not American. Good eye, Mike. So Sarah Snook and and McFadden are both colonial. Right, as is uh, Logan Roy, I do believe. Logan Roy as well, but he plays right. You know. So who's your favorite character? Three deep. One more to go. Oh my God. I really got to liking Hugo. <laughs> Hugo's the man, dude. Hugo's the man. Greg the Egg. You can't. No, Greg's can't, great, but, towards, but towards the end without. of the fucking season, Greg turns into one of them. They're all just, whether you're Logan or everybody sucking the teat of, of uh, Logan, you, you, everybody sucks. Do you know that I was introduced to Succession because of this podcast? No. Making Gunner. Payment history. You now qualify for a zero percent interest rate. Must be jizzhut.com. This is a limited time offer. That was uh jizzhut.com. Wonder how they got this number. No, people were adding me saying, Hey, you're like uh you're like Greg, you're Greg the Egg. And so I didn't I didn't understand it, and then I uh I found it and loved it. I gotta say though, Kendall out of everybody, he's such a fucking goober, but he's actually the closest thing to a good guy, even if he's doing it for the wrong reasons at times. Like, if he did it out of insecurity, if he did it because he wanted to be better than his dad, he's still trying to take out a really bad guy for the right reasons. Like, everything they do sucks. That's right. She so just kind of goes with the tides. She just wants to have, she just wants... She just want, they all Tom, want that. Tom, the killer. You love it. The killer. The end. Yeah, the killer. I had one more thing on succession. I can't remember what it was. Hugo. Hugo, you, dude. You, you contrarian. No one on the face of the planet that said Hugo is their favorite character. He's just funny, dude. He just, he's funny. There's something about him. He walks in the room and he, he, he's able to like be cool, calm, and collected in the presence of the devil incarnate. And all these, they're his little devil children. And he just says it and it happens. He's like not afraid. Hugo, he's the only guy who doesn't kiss his ass. Does Hugo kiss his ass? I don't recall. I think Hugo's just honest. Conroy. Um, Conroy. Yeah, Conroy. Come on now. Interested Con in politics from a very young age. Conroy hitting the knee and waiting for her to smile. Yeah. It's just. Willow. Incredible. I might have to go back. Start all over again. Greg, though, boo souls. Boo souls. That is the, uh, the, the motto for the show. Hey, last thing. Do you know Romulus from Greek mythology? Oh, well, it's been a while. This is without a Reddit. Nickname for Roman Roy. Yep. Yeah. Go ahead, Matt. You, you <laughs> sure. want to tell us what you know? Is it yeah, sure. Romulus and I think Remus? Like, yeah, Ro Romulus and Remus. It's like the founding myth of Rome, of the Roman Republic. Yeah, so uh, that I guess told me nothing. Romulus, respectfully, they, they were twins. Okay, I'm gonna do my best. Okay. They were twins. They were born from like a wolf or some bullshit like that. I hated, hated mythology. Still do. I'm I guess. totally indifferent. But Romulus killed Remus 
and founded Rome. They couldn't agree on where to to found Rome, and then Romulus killed Ramus. So I'm wondering, Romulus seems like a really random fucking name to make a character in a show like this, isn't it? Like, there's something. Is there some symbolism with this Greek character? Oh, so you're saying Roman's going to kill Kendall here in He's season He's going to kill Kendall in season four. Okay, I like it. There's gonna, definitely some type of illusions going there on with There has to be, with an sure. A, that, that kind of illusion. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah. The, Rom, the Romulans are the bad guys in Star Trek. I'll look for all those things, season four. And if it doesn't happen, we won't ever mention this prediction again. That's a good point. They probably did name them that for that reason. I didn't why think why that not? Yeah. Like, what, what else would they name him that for? But it's almost a little too obvious. Is it? His name's Roman. Mr. History major here. His didn't name's Roman, it. and his dad calls him Romulus. I think it's right on the nose. Perhaps it's, not, it's a red herring. Maybe. Could be a red herring. See, this is good. This is good. Add that this to why the, we talk this yeah. out. Yeah. You think it's a red herring. You're saying red herring. Red herring. Put me down. Okay. It's also like a major topic in history, the succession of the Roman Empire, like as it moves along. See? There's something going on here. They're in Italy a lot. A lot in season three. A lot. By the way, finally got to the part that I skipped ahead to accidentally the first time. <laughs> totally get what's going on now. Good. Good for you. Yeah. So, big news out of the NFL. Well, this is potentially really big news. It's big news anyways because Lewis Riddick has been like a, kind of a hot name for a, a TV guy to go GM. I mean, he has a background and obviously is a player and, and in personnel, so it makes a lot of sense. Lewis Riddick interviewing with the Steelers for their GM spot that came out today. So who the hell replaces him if he leaves Monday Night Football? What do we think? Tim I, Tebow. I think, I think, oh. <laughs> for serious, I think it's Peyton and Eli. I don't watch the regular broadcast. You think maybe that Peyton and Eli would move on from the Manning cast? Yes. Because it didn't do as well as people thought maybe? I was on that Manning cast, so you know, take it easy. I, I'm team Manning cast. No, I think, I think it can become the primary broadcast. No, with, I don't with, think so. I don't think they're ready to do that. With all due respect, well, yeah, let's switch the networks. I want Peyton and Eli on ESPN. Give me milk toast, Steve Levy. Levy. <laughs> Leave the booth. You Steve leaving. Steve leaving the booth. Along like, with Lewis Riddick. That's my guy. I, I like Steve, Steve Levy. Levy. I love Steve Levy. But you want him to leave we the booth. We call it an orange bowl adjacent to each other. Other side of the wall. Yeah. Really. Well, we're around the bend a little bit, but we had the same pregame meal, yeah. the same pregame room. Steve Levy is a fun time too. Got to hang out with Steve Levy one night in New Orleans. That was awesome good hang never turns off the steve levy voice that's his voice kevin harlan dinner table that's who i have here kevin harlan yeah i have i have a harlan greg olson pairing listen i love greg olson i don't think they're going to put him on that job just yet but i looked at the uh the odds when witten had left right uh this was in 2019 so it was peyton plus 200 again and i think the manning cast i think they could if they were going that route put those guys in a booth or, or just put Peyton in the booth or whoever they think is the hot hand. And then somebody else could slide into the Manning cast. Cause I think what they've done with the Manning cast is they've showed that people really like it. And honestly, I think a different flavor could be cool. Like you could do a million iterations of the Manning cast. That's what streaming is. So I don't know where that goes, but these were the odds the last couple of years, Peyton plus 200, Greg Olson plus 350, Kurt Warner plus 350. 
Hasselbeck plus 900, Moss plus 1400, Young plus 1800. Steve. Steve you, Young's pretty good. Your Tebow read, that was plus uh, 3300. And then Pat McAfee was plus 5000. I could see him getting a big job. Uh huh. I could see him getting a big job. But, you know, wrestling, he does wrestling, he does his show, he does that. Like, how much time in the day is there? Yeah, that's too much working, but. Romo, what, 17 million? Collinsworth is like 12 million. There's a bunch of dough in it. Uh, Peyton, I think they were, they floated offering about 20 mil now, per. Now, John Madden is plus 1,000 on this list. I'd go field if you give me, if you give me John Madden. Hey, One, who was in that, uh, who was in Golden Girls, Reed? Rest in peace. No, her name's Betty White, asshole. Jesus Christ, Reed. Oh, my God. She has dude. a name. She had a Betty life. White. Everything's not about her death. Holy shit. Insensitive asshole. Unbelievable. Can't stop going in on Betty White. Died two months ago. Rest in peace, Betty White. Actually, I was going to say rest in peace to Bo Arthur. B. Arthur. Her name is B. Arthur. (laughs) (laughs) He put a U in B. Arthur. Uh, oh my god, you cannot stop just <laughs> slandering dead old white ladies. The great actress, Bo Arthur. We're thinking about Betty White's family, her friends and family. Needless to say. <laughs> Save Reed. All right, so the coaches uh, are all hired. Many, the, with, many are white. With an, as, with an asterisk. Um, Kevin O'Connell not yet hired officially, but right. expected to be hired right, right, by right. the Minnesota Vikings. A lot of pre- imagine being uh, essentially hired for a job like that, and then having to go play the biggest game of your life. If they don't perform well, that's one of those things. That, it's got to be awkward. Bengals thirty-seven, Rams nothing. Oh my God, dude! Would would he still get hired? That's a tough one. Like seriously, ninety-seven what would total it take yards for them to be like, hey. <laughs> Kevin O'Connell, not anymore, buddy. Yeah, I'd say double-digit total yardage. Yep. Um, five turnovers. <laughs> None of them picks. Like 18 penalties. Yeah. I just... Uh, Maybe nothing. Okay. Maybe nothing. Shut out. That's a fun exercise, though. And then they hired the Bengals defensive coordinator for their job. <laughs> yes. That'd be good. The Vikes come out and say, hey, we're hiring one of you two. Best of luck. Who can perform under the pressure? Squid games. Squid games, NFL. We should do uh, some superlatives. So I don't like the word superlatives. Remarkables. Doesn't really work. Greatest. Best. Likelies. The likelies. Likelies. Yeah, likelies. The Blake likelies. (laughs) The likelies. First to win a division. Who's going Dennis Allen because... Who's his quarterback? Doesn't matter, dude. Like, who's anybody's quarterback in that division? Think yeah, about it. Right. That, 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 that division is a hellscape. I do think, though, that they're committed to him. They didn't just pick him as a placeholder. They think this is the right move. Mickey Loomis has liked him for a long time, been a big fan of his. Why blow it up? You have a, you have a culture already there. Just lean into the defense. That's what we said when Peyton left New Orleans a week or two ago. So... I think this works out partly because of the state of the NFC South. I agree with you. Okay. Now that can change if Tampa Bay 
comes up with the solid option at quarterback could change if New Orleans doesn't. Right. But yeah, you're right. That's a good call. Last likely to win it, the division, their now, division. Let me let me you explain this. this. One? You let me help explain me with this, this one? one. Okay. So it's much like the one we just did, first to win the division, but this is going to be the last to win the division, as in the one who outlasts everybody else and is still winning the division. Yeah, sorry, titles. Reed. That was unclear. It was unclear. Okay. So this is like a Bill Belichick type, 20 years later, still winning divisions. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a guy that. Because some of these guys are never going to win a division. Maybe eight of them get fired and one guy gets fired ninth, but five years in and wins the division his last year. That's right. Who's the black coach? Because that's probably what's going to happen. <laughs> Lovey Smith, five years, division winner, AFC South. They fire him for some fucking weird reason. I think the guy with the staying power who's going to be winning divisions longer than anybody else, which is probably the best way to put it, Matt Eberflus. Exactly, dude. Chicago Bears. Exactly. Justin Can I tell Fields. you, I'm, I'm just, I'm into this. I am too. There's spoiler. Reed's got one that says, coach you most want to play for. I'm going to take Doug Peterson out of the conversation. Already done that. He's awesome. Would I do it again? Absolutely. But Matt Eberflus, the Flus. The juice. He won the introductory video on the uh, the Bears' uh, website. You know why? Because he got out of his truck, and the camera guy's there. You know, like the sun's coming up. He parked a G-Wagon, by the way. Ooh. The swag on. I did not expect uh, an Indianapolis D coordinator from Toledo, Ohio, to have that drip walking into the Bears' uh, facility the first day. But he got out of the car. The camera guy's standing right there. And... You have two options as a coach in that situation, like of things you can say. You can either say, let's get to work yeah. or let's go to work. Mm. You tell me which one's the right one. It's the hardest question I've ever been asked. Well, you're a coach now. Let's get to work. You're the coach of the Chicago Bears. Is that what he said? No, it's let's go to work. Let's mm. go to work is the, is, right the answer? is the proper answer. Let's get to work. Let's get to work is kind of like, it's got, a, it's got kind of a presumptuous edge to it like I'm, I'm the fucking guy like we haven't been working here let's get to work oh i hear it when you say let's go to work like why, why haven't you been working let's no, get see, to work is like back to work let's go to work to me is like let's just go to work let's just pick up the the rock and move it okay and how I about think, this one huh? park the g-wagon yeah open the door yeah camera's there ignore the camera hard walk cut. and hard cut walk into the door yeah hard cut i'm at my desk already working no words. Say less. Say less. Or you just say, say already less. working. Say, I can't right now. I'm working. The, the, the intro of the Chicago Bears, Matt Flus, <laughs> media day, the video that they post is just like the camera guy following him behind him, like office shot, like the office. And he can't catch up. Finally, he just bars the door to get into his office and Flus is like, can't right now. Yeah. Working. Go to work is the is the right answer. He won the video with go to work. Four AM. Yeah. You're at you're at coach's house. You're gonna yeah. follow him all the way in from the car. Uh it's pitch black because yeah. the sun hasn't come up. Right. Night vision goggles. You need the, the the sunglasses from TV, the ones that Reed likes. Another beautiful day. You know, you haven't even seen the day yet. Yeah. But you're just so excited yeah. to get to work. Yeah. Get to work again. You're just so excited to go to work and get to work. Another beautiful day. Huh? Most likely to anger his city with a uh, with a food choice, it's going to be Flus. Eber Flus definitely likes ketchup on his hot dog. Oof. 
and he might not like that soupy pizza. Right, he's gonna be doing his own fucking thing. He doesn't seem like the kind of guy who's gonna pander. Like he's gonna pander in his work ethic and his like all that, but he's not gonna bend over backwards for these fuckers. By the way, ketchup is okay on a hot dog. It is not. Which coach's situation would concern you the most? If you were doing Vegas odds here, you probably feel like, I don't know, O'Connell's going to get a, a, a fresh set of downs, new GM, right? New quarterback in a year. So you know his clock doesn't start till after Kirk Cousins, unless they're going to force a, a square peg in a round plexiglass box. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So like... Kevin O'Connell, he's got time. Brian Dable, I think he's going to do a nice job. I, I, you know, like Danny Dimes is the big question mark, but they'll figure that out quickly, or they won't. Mike McDaniel, you've got an uncomfortable situation with the, and I, I don't think he's a bad coach or anything, but look at the situation he's walking into. He has to like Tua, okay? So you're already like dealing with their preference of player. We don't know. I know the FaceTime thing. You know that was the Dolphins version of. Flus getting out of his G wagon. The Dolphins version was him FaceTiming Tua on the plane, which, by the way, like terrible time to FaceTime somebody on a private jet. Loved it. In the air, presumably. Like, where's maybe they were taxiing, but your owner's probably going away. He's going to the clinker, the NFL clinker, tanking. That's good reasoning. Right? Okay. So, new owner, new owner might not like him. That oh. simple. I just realized why you and I don't get along so good. Why? Well, because Mike McDaniel's a weirdo. I love him. Yeah. I'm kind of a weirdo. Yeah. You're not so... No, I like Mike McDaniel. Oh, okay. I actually, I got no reason not to like Mike McDaniel. I mean, I respect his coaching acumen. Like, he's he's got a really good track record, especially when you consider all the other guys that are that are making hay right now. I mean, they were all in that, that preschool class picture and looked the exact same. Well, but no, Mike McDaniel's a really good coach, man. Like everybody really likes him. Andrew Hawkins, who I work with, said he was the smartest mind in the NFL. So I just think the ownership thing is a big deal. I like I don't know what's going to happen there. So I'm saying Mike McDaniel is walking into a fucked up situation a little bit. Now he might in his heart heart of hearts mean all those things he said on FaceTime to Tua. In a division with Buffalo and New England. Exactly, dude. It's it's a tough situation. That job is not as as cool as it looks did you see his resume posted from a few years back which i assume was legitimate no where he just said his career objective is to be a hall of fame nfl head coach he said that yeah like as he's you know being quality control for yeah a special teams unit yep yeah he's got he's got a vision i what do what do kids that want to become head coaches do in the backyard like you know the whole they're not in the backyard he Playing Madden, clock management. Fake clock management. Actually, they're not doing that. The crowd quiets down as we go four-minute mode. You know what I mean? All right, Mike McDaniel. It's not because I I don't think he's a good coach. I just look at the odds here. It's a fucked-up situation down there. Lovey Smith, placeholder, respectfully. Coach likely that will change a player's reputation the most. Well, if it's not Brian Dable for Danny Dimes. It's Brian Dable for Josh Allen either way. Or Josh Allen for Brian Dable. That's going to be interesting. That's a big one. It could be It could be him for Dimes. I'm really interested to see Josh McDaniels pair with, with Derek Carr because I do think one draw is everybody knows Derek Carr is a strong personality, right? He's known to be kind of strong personality, likes things his way. I think him hmm. and Gruden butt, butted heads a little bit. 
I don't get that, and you know better than I. I just feel like him and Gruden butt butted heads because neither was going to budge. Okay, and that's a big ego to contend with on the other side, Gruden. So you have to have a healthy sense of self to actually like stand up against somebody like that. I just imagine that one of the draws is Josh McDaniels has fucking coached Tom Brady, like so you have to trust him. Like you have to trust that he's seen something that you haven't seen before. And I know Gruden's like an offensive genius, people thought for a long time. Um, Turns out he's an offensive genius. You had that saved up? Or? No, no, no. That was, that was really good. good. Thank you. Thanks. I think the other guy whose reputation could change is uh, Trevor Lawrence pairing with Doug Peterson. It will. It will. One way or another. Because either he's going to be awesome, which I think like Doug's going to get him closer to the player we thought he'd be, uh, or you're going to be like, well, it's probably the player. Um, Let's he, say you had a third boy. Yeah. Which of these first names are you choosing from the list? Oh, that's a good question. It's easy for me. Lovey. Lovey. Lovey Long. Yeah. Lovey. Waylon, Luke, and Lovey Long. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll give you another one. Read your guy in, in Denver. Yeah, Daniel that, Hackett. That, but that outside zone, I'm talking about, I'm going back to the original question. Mm. Like Williams in uh, Denver, we already think he's really good. That offense is gonna is gonna move, dude. And Jerry Judy catching the quick stuff, like all these options Patrick, for them. Hamler, dude, Sutton. That's gonna be fun. No matter who's Fant. the quarterback. No matter who's the quarterback. And by the way, I don't think. And Charles Woodson made news today. He said that Aaron Rodgers should be traded or the Packers should consider trading him. I don't want to take him out of context, but that was the headline I read. He said, if I'm the Packers, I'm thinking about trading Aaron Rodgers if we can. And on the same day, I read that uh, Kyle Shanahan tells Trey Lance, take some time off, work on your throwing motion. Mm. Take some time off, work on your throwing motion. Sounds like time on. Don't injure yourself because we're going to trade you. Or something. Jimmy G. Yeah. Well, somebody, like maybe one of these NBA exotic trades, we get Aaron Rodgers Aaron to San, San Francisco. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying, listen, uh, we need the capital. And if you're thinking about keeping, like if that conspiracy theory that I just floated irresponsibly, if that doesn't happen, if you're really thinking Trey Lance is the guy of the future, as you just said, do you think Jimmy G's on the move now if they're telling him to take time off work on his throwing motion? Probably so still, yeah. Yeah, he's probably at least in play next year. And what does that say about the pick that you leveraged a little bit of the future for? So two Super Bowls, you know, one, you were in it. One, you were knocking on the doorstep of being in it. Shit can also get real kind of quick over there in San Francisco. Somebody was speculating John Lynch doesn't want to do it anymore. Like, it feels like the dance is is weirdly. Oh, you know the meme, the, the call, call the ambulance, but not for me. Yep. That's like the big bear hug John Lynch gave Jimmy G. Mm -hmm. Is like, Jimmy, somebody's out of here. It ain't you, quarterback. It's me, GM. It's, it's me. That's why I'm smiling. People are looking at that picture, and they're like, oh, they're good. John mm -hmm. Lynch is good. He's going to go do TV or something. So, yeah, it could be a lot of players. Everybody on that uh, Eberflus defense, man, they're going to play fast. They're going to play sped up. Might see another year like that if they keep Robert Quinn. Miles Gaskin with Mike McDaniel. Miles Gaskin. There you go. That's what everybody's waiting for. Well, we'd also like to see our guy in, in, um, in Jacksonville get some burn. The running back. Coach, most likely to be the first of these coaches to appear on green light. Doug Peterson. 
Yeah, you would think. You would think. That's my answer. You would think. Uh, but outside of Doug Peterson, I feel like we can get Brian Dable. Mm-hmm. And then we'll find out if he's got like puts his serious head coaching like glasses on. Or if he's still Brian Dable. Because Brian Dable, the one I know, is fun as fuck. We could get Josh McDaniels, maybe. We should get Mike McDaniel, which leads me to one of my other superlatives. <gasps> Likelies. Put it in the jar. Fine his ass. I don't think that's a fine. You can't just make up fines now. You've really not liked the word for a long time. Mike McDaniel, most likely to be a cannabis advocate by the end of his coaching career. Oh, isn't he already? Is he? He said he would only coach in, in states with recreational Did he say drug that? use. Yeah. Did he say that? Yes, he has said that. And I don't think Florida's quite there yet. No, it's it's there. It is. Well, there. I don't know if it's recreational, but you no, can have a med, med card down there. Hmm. So you're on top of that. Also, PSA, you are saying Dable absolutely correctly. There are a lot of Dables out there, a lot of Dables out there. It rhymes with table. Yeah. Dable, table. Okay, Dable, go. table. Brian Dable. That was from a press conference too, right? I learned that from a presser in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. In That's what listening does. That's right. Listen Kids more. Kids at home, Say if you want to be podcasters, listen more. <laughs> That's what Macon does. <laughs> Coach, most likely to call a bad timeout. What about sneaky Josh McDaniels? He's thinking about all these routes and shit. <laughs> time out. A little panic. Time out. Time out. Uh, all the opposing fans in Allegiant Stadium. I think it could be Thaniel. I didn't want to say it about Thaniel. I have Thaniel written down. I, th- I just feel like I can see him kind of the camera on him. Yeah. I audible to Josh McDaniels. I'm going to stick with it. And we don't know anything about these guys time management well we go back and see if josh mcdaniels called any bad timeouts in denver lovey but he's has grown some, lovey has some tape doug has some tape josh took a timeout to work on timeouts there and now go. he's back yeah decade long timeout well done these are hand in hand coach most likely to win and lose the press conference when the presser for me is mike mcdaniel he's I, quirky and funny and weird and a breath of fresh air and not all these no, the coaching retread, stupid freaking NFL fraternity. Give me a Damn, break. I really like Mike McDaniel, but I picked him to get axed first, but it has more to do with it. Mike, it's an ambush. Mike, pull a Josh McDaniels. So I think Lovey Smith's got one good historic rant in him. I just see it. I hope he keeps the beard. Yes. Bearded Lovey Smith is awesome. I hope he does so well. They're selling those beards and people are wearing them in the stands. Maybe put a mask on the top and the beard flowing below. You know, the pandemic. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Houston's a big mask place. Yeah. You know? Yep. Um, the pandemic stops here. That's their motto. Houston, yep, Texas. Yep. Uh, Lovey Smith, he's going to give us a long form, some, some gold at some point in his, uh, in his tenure in Houston. You've got 17 weeks, Lovey. But that introductory press conference in Houston today didn't go so great. Fire alarm, huh? Oldest trick in the book. That's a good sign. Who do you think pulled it? Brian Flores' attorney. He's rubbernecking press conferences. It's a press conference over there. <laughs> press conference over there. I can't, bro. I mean, the attorney's a joke. Well, respectful. I don't know anything about the attorney other than the, the comments on the Houston job. I, I don't know. Sound like something B Flow would say. Not great. 
Coach most likely to insist on being called coach? Out of the Jason Garrett playbook, my answer is Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels. Las Vegas. Josh McDaniels. It's Josh, and I love Josh. Well, right? he, the, he, the issue is just that he looks 24 years old. Yeah, so he doesn't want to complex. deal with that shit. Hit when he's sitting on the heated bench, his feet don't touch he's the also, ground. He's also, bro, but here's the thing about Josh, okay? I got to say this, because a lot of people are going to do the, like, the young Josh thing. And just Josh general approval rating, public approval rating. Josh has like had to yell at Tom Brady right. and get yelled back at by Tom Brady. I don't want to make this a big thing, and I'm not saying that this is why he got the job, because this would be like, this is straight out of like Saturday Night Live. They did a skit about why white coaches get hired, gotten yelled at by Tom Brady. <laughs> but I don't mean that. What I mean is, though, that, that he's a fucking, like, he might be a different guy this time around. He might be like a different Kendall. Mm. You know, like when Kendall comes back kind of badass, and you're like, oh, he might really have it this time. It might be Josh might have a little, like, he, he means business this time. He's dealt with worse. Vegas press is easy, too. That's another thing. Doug Peterson in Jacksonville, that's non-existent. The only reason they're going to be interviewing him after practice is because Trevor Lawrence is there. That's it. That's it. Hi, Doug. Philly was, e was easy for him. He did a pretty good job in Philly. Tom Fletcher from the uh, Hooters at the Landing. I'd uh, like to know what you thought about that uh, third down defense. I mean, that's it. Yeah, that's it. A guy with a tape recorder. That's it. Um, in Philly, like we got crushed every Monday. I mean, and and he stood pretty tall. So I think it's pretty interesting that like uh, he's going to have it easy, and Josh going to have it easy. He used to have to deal with the Tom Brady stuff. Now he's out in Vegas. You think maybe Kevin O'Connell might want to be called coach, like younger nah, guy? Nah, he's first cool. Time? By the way, Kevin O'Connell, tall coach. Did you know that? Six foot five. Yeah. Two, draft classmate. Two months younger than you. Yeah, draft classmate, which makes me feel old. Like when we start seeing coaches, head coaches get hired that are younger than us. Um, but most likely to have the internet realize he's tall as fuck at some point during month one of the season. Like he's going to be talking to a, an official. The internet's going to realize he not only is tall, but he used to play. What was the guy's name? Who is the short fella in entourage e. e and what's his name in real life kevin Connolly. kevin Connolly, short guy so five five and then he, they kind of look alike i love this show coach most likely to have an awkward handshake the first awkward handshake daniel hackett it's mike mcdaniel and bill belichick dude somebody walks up to dap daniel hackett because he yeah hip-hop instructor let me right. be as cool as possible yeah, guys are going to be falling all over yes. themselves to try to be cool to Daniel Hackett. Yeah. Josh McDaniel's like, yo, man. <laughs> Heard about that. Love. Hip-hop history of yours. I was saying. No, here's the thing. Nathaniel Hackett's going to be just dapping, like effortless daps, and it's going to make the other coaches in the AFC West jealous. Oh. There's going to be like a don't dap Daniel Hackett rule in the AFC West. It's going to be unspoken. McDaniels, Reed. Oh, definitely St Staley's not going to let his players dap Daniel Hackett. No chance. Coach you'd like to play for? Flues. Mike McDaniel. If not Doug Peterson, Flues. I don't want to play for Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson's a pretty look good looking guy, by the way. Whoa, Matt thinks Doug Peterson's uh, fucking Brad Pitt. Let's see. Okay. 
Doug Peterson. You want me to rank how hot these guys are? <laughs> or just give us yeah, your, sure. Your give hottest. us give us your one. Kevin O'Connell. <laughs> Two. <laughs> sneaky Mike McDaniel. Oh my god. Three. Lovey Smith. Doug Peterson's way better looking than Mike McDaniel. No. <laughs> oh my god. What the Four. Fuck? Doug Peterson. Five. Women. Way women Matt on Eberflus. the show. Way in. Six. Ugh. Josh McDaniels, seven, Brian Dable, eight, Dennis Allen, nine, Daniel Hackett. Oh my God! What about Hat Daniel Hackett? Daniel had it. <laughs> Dennis Allen's fucking pissed, bro. Sorry, Dennis Allen, no beard. Oh shit! Hold on. <laughs> just, oh my bad, Dennis Allen. Yeah, that goatee is awful. Hold on now. Yeah, yeah. I've had enough of Shoot this. Shoot Dennis Allen up two spots, please. Thank you. Yo, Chris, you mentioned you had an idea for like Greenlight Book Club. Oh, Greenlight Book Club. Yeah. So my kids are really into this thing called the Wildcrats now. It's these two guys. They're like Steve Irwin-ish guys with boots in uh, shorts. You know, guys with the boots and the shorts and their cargo shorts and their walk. You know, they're like wildlife guys. And then they morph into cartoons and they teach kids about um, wild animals. It's incredible, actually. I handed a snake yesterday, but go ahead. I saw that was disgusting. Snake was in your house, dead. Yeah. So the kids are learning about all types of stuff. They had a five-minute knockdown, drag-out fight on the ground yesterday. I was like, what are you guys doing? And they were like, we're having a colossal squid sperm whale fight. Wow. Yeah, so they're really into the wild crats. And by the way, wild crats they canceled their tour they were supposed to come to like philly and dc we were going to take Whalen. we actually kind of promised it now we're sh- shit out of luck but i get it it's COVID. well good I, life lesson good life lesson don't promise your kids anything no i mean like hey kids things sometimes get canceled no question yeah you do both you never have to deal with this these dudes did zabumafu What's do you that? remember the children's pro program Zabumafu? I don't, but this they're thing. They're the two guys who ran around. These guys are rock Zabumafu. stars. Um, yeah, they're awesome. They're, I watch they're the Crap Brothers. Crap Brothers. They're brothers. So That's right. Martin and Christopher. So if I had any business advice for the Crap Brothers, it would be get cameos, man. I would pay so much fucking money right now to get the Crap Brothers mm. to give my kids some exclusive sperm whale facts or like colossal squid talk for 30 seconds luke and Waylon, get a cameo you guys would rake i mean it would be like you might not even have to do the show let's let's get on cameo you want to get on cameo yeah do like I'll a get, little i'll get on cameo. little coattail situation yeah, like get, i can say hello to where the people are let's workshop this okay let's workshop this but the whole point is we were exploring um uh, like you know wild animal books for the kids and we came upon this one series of books. It's called Who Wins? It's just a series of uh, wild animals pitted against each other, like Cobra versus Komodo Dragon. What are, what are some of the other ones? My favorite was Jaguar versus Skunk. I mean, you would think it'd be a Jaguar, but they made the book for a reason, you know? Are dragons real? No, Komodo Dragons are, though. And that's like a lizard? Yeah, but it's a pre, it's a prehistoric lizard. I mean, basically, it's a descendant of the dinosaurs, like direct descendant. 
and they're like seven feet long and they, they're poisonous. Too. Where do they live? It says uh, on the Indonesian islands of Komodo, Rinka, Flores, and Gilliman. Flores. Huh? So they live on the... Anyways, we got these books and I wanted to... Like content's going to get thin here in the off season. I think we do a book club, like a green light book club. Basically, Reed's going to read one of these who wins. You know, there's 25 of them. So we should be through the whole off season. And then he's going to report back to us who won, like Skunk and Jaguar. Oh, Which great. one do you want to read first, Reed? This is going to get confusing with Reed and Reed. Walrus versus Elephant Seal. I so read who that do you think is going to win that Walrus-Elephant Seal battle? Walrus. I got the Elephant Seal. That just sounds like two animals put together. That's not one real animal. Okay, well, we'll find out more when Reed reads the fucking book. So Reed's book club. I like dogs. I like turtles. Turtle versus a dog, man. Go in the shell, wear the dog out, bada bing, bada boom. Could be a big, big turtle. So we're going to do a, a book club. I don't know. We'll workshop that. Read reads. Read reads. Read, which one do you want to read first? You said elephant seal and, and, walrus. and walrus. That's right. Okay, so that's what you got coming up <laughs> in about three weeks, maybe. After the Super Bowl, we'll give Reed a week to dive into to the new literature. Everyone pray for Reed Glacier. Hopefully it stays around for a very long time. We'll take care. <laughs> we, we should raise money. Praying for a glacier, though, that does not, doesn't work well. Climate, a lot of climate people, who I agree with, are also atheists, probably, which I might agree with. <laughs> Think about that. You couldn't, pray, you couldn't do like a pray for a glacier. It doesn't mesh with the demo. What do you do, like a GoFundMe? Probably do a GoFundMe for a glacier, but you, you would definitely can't do pray for a glacier. Okay. Nobody's praying. So like, boom, we raise 40 grand for the glacier. What do you do? Maybe tape the dollars research. to the side of the glacier. Research. For like insulation. Research. Oh, research. Yep. Read search. Y'all right. take care. Take care. Oh, oh, oh.